Today's podcast is brought to you by Eggshell Light Company. For over 45 years, Eggshell Light Company has been the go-to specialty shop handling the lighting needs for all that grace the shores of beautiful Hawaii. Combining the artistic methods of the theater with the speed and efficiency of the musical touring industry, they have pioneered event lighting throughout the Hawaiian Islands. They specialize in supply of top-shelf equipment and designers for broadcast, concerts, corporate, and special events. From the smallest weddings to televised concerts and the largest corporate clients, they know that this is your most important event. It is their goal to make you feel that way. Aloha from Eggshell Light Company. Welcome to another episode of LD at Large podcast. My name is Chris Lose. I am the designer relations developer at Ayrton Lighting, as well as columnist for PLSN, LD at Large. I hope you're all reading the back page and then going through the entire magazine. I'm here today with my good friend, Mike Gormley. He is the co-owner of Blue Planet Lighting in Las Vegas. Uh, thanks so much for making the time, Mike. I really appreciate you taking the time. Oh, yeah, Chris. Uh, we appreciate you having us on. Yeah. So the reason I wanted to reach out to you is because I've had a, uh, I'm reaching out to a lot of people across the industry and I'm hearing a lot of people who are making really tough decisions. Uh, some people have had to let some people go. Some people have had to just completely go into hibernation. And then scrolling through my news feed, I see that you guys are hiring right now. And I saw that you guys just added Heather Houston, uh, an additional sales account manager to your team. It's it's it was so refreshing to hear of a team growing at this time. How how is that possible? <laughs> well, you know we're extremely blessed in how we've created the model of our company. Um, you know it, it's a standard saying I'm sure for all owners, but you know our company is certainly built uh, firstly around our employees and secondly around our client base. Um, there's no other agenda there. You know we're a private company, so me and my uh, business partner, Kelly, um, you know, we have the, the same ideals as far as how we wanted to run this company when we started it. And part of that is just being protected and taking care of everybody. And, you know, when this happened, we, you know, our decision was to keep, keep moving forward as if, you know, obviously it's not that nothing has happened, but, you know, we concentrate on what's going on, you know, between, you know, within our walls and, it's, it's allowed us, you know, firstly, we, you know, we definitely are, uh, one of our top priorities is, you know, saving our money. That, that was one of me, me and Kelly's priorities when we started the company was uh, to make sure we had a, our own personal stockpile that we didn't want to ever rely on banks, um, you know, that type of thing. We've always been debt free. And so riding on that, we you know, we're our own bank, basically. So we've saved up for, you know, things like this, obviously never thought something this, you know, this magnitude, but um, we're definitely prepared. And we basically made the promise to our employees that uh, nothing would change as far as uh, their pay for the duration, no matter how long it took. And, and um, as far as the growth, uh, prior to the COVID issue, um, you know, we, we are, we're growing exponentially and we have lots of plans in place and basically we're not changing that course. So, and part of that was hiring on a couple more people immediately and Heather's the first step of that. Um, 
So yeah, we're, uh, you know, again, it's not business as usual, but uh, technically for us, it's, it's as close as we can get right now. Yeah. I'm not really sure that business as usual will exist for a very long time. Yep. I agree. I agree. It's definitely going to change the face of our industry and, uh, you know, it's it's a, certainly a shame. I mean, you know, everybody was hit, but obviously, um, you know, the switch was turned off on our industry, which is, you know, just something nobody would have ever perceived. So, yeah, uh, it's a hard reset button for sure. Yep, absolutely. But, uh, you know, there is light at the tunnel, uh, at the end of the tunnel. Um, you know, the, everything will be back. It might be different, but, um, you know, I, I believe, you know, our industry is it's it's a strong it's a small industry, but it's strong. And, uh, the people, uh, they're dedicated to what they do. They love what they do and, and they'll all be back. I'm sure just may be in different capacities or whatnot. Yeah. Uh, I don't need you to go into any of your trade secrets or anything, but kind of, can you kind of walk us on, walk us through how you guys are, uh, actually being able to put away a rainy day fund? Is it, is it diversification? Is it just, yeah, Good you know, business practices, strong yeah. relationships. Uh, it is. It's it's all of it. Uh, you know, the obviously you, you need to be able to build your company to a point where all, everything's being paid and there's something left over. Obviously, that's the goal for anybody that owns a business. Um, for me and Kelly, as I said at the beginning, we we knew that we're going to grow debt free, which is the hard way. Uh, it's definitely you can't do that quickly. So we've grown over. You know, we've been we've been. Uh, open and operating for 12 years. And uh, compared to some companies, you know, we, we definitely have not grown as fast as, you know, some might expect, but that's because again, we're, we're debt-free. It's anytime we want a, a new project or the next step of the, you know, the evolution of the company comes, me and Kelly have to fund that ourselves. So um, we, again, when we realized at the beginning, we were not going to be a, a, you know, a slave to the bank, then we, realized again that we needed to be our own bank we needed to make sure that you know when money really started coming in and bills were being paid that you know me and him didn't run out and go buy yachts and houses and and you know fancy cars and and just craziness you know we put nearly a hundred percent of the money that blue planet generates back into blue planet and um by doing that obviously we've been able to you know build up a a uh, nice little nest egg and some capital to just sit there in case there's an emergency. And, and here it is. Obviously. As far as I know from economics 101, that is exactly how capitalism is supposed to function. Yes. Uh, yes. Uh, you know, it's tough. There's a lot of, I mean, we, like I said, we've been in business for 12 years. There were many years of that during that growth that if something like this was to happen, this might've been a different circumstance for blue planet, but yeah. We stuck to our guns on on putting our money away, you know, giving it to our employees, giving it to the company, the upgrades, literally passing a lot of that profit that we would normally bank ourselves onto the clients. And, you know, it's just, it's made us who we are. Our employees and our clients are, are absolutely the reason we're able to do what we do right now. And to let them go or to furlough them for a while, just so me and Kelly don't bleed as much money uh, seems extremely selfish as far as I, we can do it. So I, again, I understand there's companies that can't and it's just reality, but we were able to, and, and, you know, it, that's our practice. That's, that's one of our, our core core values is, you know, how we treat our, our people. Yeah. So, I mean, I would imagine that we're only, 
we're less than a month into the isolation period and there are still accounts payable that are still coming in and the people that are in your shop are the people that will help you make that money, I would imagine. So it, it seems, it seems to jump the shark if you're going to just let people go before you've even collected the money that they helped you generate. And it definitely seems like that's not the path that you guys will, will be choosing anytime soon. Oh no, no, no. We, this, yeah, this can go on for a long, long time and, and we're prepared. Um, you know, I mean, we could go years operating with, with the current situation. So, and again, obviously nobody foresees that. And, yeah. you know, in the meantime, again, we're, we're still growing with the, you know, with what we were doing prior to this. So, you know, we have new divisions opening, new websites coming out in the next month or so. And, you know, so we're, we're gearing up for the comeback and, and there's really for us as a company, it's, you know, a fortunate but unfortunate time for us to be able to at least take a breath, get all these new people on board, get things, you know, cleaned up, organized, get some new computers in here, you know, that that type of stuff. That's a good time for some spring cleaning, I would imagine. Yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, that's what we said when this first first happened, you know, you got a lot of nightclubs and bars. And while, you know, they can only have a few people in there, it's it's just ideal time for people to clean the rigs, get it ready. You know, if again, they can afford it or, or whatnot. Yeah. So now's definitely the time to, to spruce up what you got and, and be ready for a, for a big start. Are you a Vegas native or did you come in from Springfield? Uh, yeah, not a Vegas native. I was actually born and raised in Pennsylvania and then moved all over the U.S., obviously, like everybody does in our industry and um, settled down for a while in Branson, Missouri. And that's where me and Kelly opened Blue Planet. And then we expanded out to Vegas about, uh, I think it was 2008, uh, or I'm sorry, 2012 um, out here. So been out here for, you know, seven, eight years and uh, eventually uh, shut down the Branson office uh, once the mid, you know, the Midwest and that whole Branson area has slowed or did slow tremendously over the years as far as the live entertainment. So we consolidated everything out to Vegas, moved everybody out here that wanted to move out here and just started hammering from out of Vegas and, you know, r- real good decision. Good for you. That's uh, it's always scary to completely pack up everything that you've generated, especially when you, those, that's where all your, all your safe clients are and all your, everything that you know. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh it was definitely interesting, but, you know, a lot of stuff that happens, uh, you know, another reason Blue Planet's where it's at is me and Kelly allowed the company to tell us what to do. You know, most of the, about 95% of the decisions that are made with this company, you know, we don't sit down and make them up. You know, the company presents these problems or benefits or whatever it is. And, you know, either math or reasoning will tell you what to do, what your business is telling you to do with it. And as long as it's financially possible, you know, or or whatnot, then, then that's what we do. And with Branson, it just, you know, we had opened, you know, expanded out to Vegas and, you know, we could do one or two sales in Vegas that covered our entire year operating in Branson that it took, you know, our Branson office a year to generate that same amount of of cash flow. So it, it, it became real apparent real fast that having a second location, you know, just wasn't needed for us. We're, we're nationwide, we have always served nationwide and, and so closing Branson really 
it was nice to be in a Midwest location, but in our business, most of the stuff is drop ship, that type of thing. So it's location is not essential and where it is essential, obviously Vegas, <laughs> you know, every, everything's happening here. Uh, Vegas is such a busy town. It is the, it's 24 seven for sure. Yeah. Yeah. The business in Vegas is obviously, especially in the last, you know, three, four five years, it's been incredible. And, um, you know, I, I don't think this will definitely will not stop that. I mean, there's, there's too much construction out here that won't stop, you know? So what are you, what are you guys doing primarily? Is it rentals? Is it sales? Is it installs? What's uh, we, the most busy? Yeah, we do pretty much anything to do with production, uh, production, the production industry, except for uh, like rentals. Uh, we are a sales integration install design uh, type company, but uh, definitely box sales, integration, and design are our biggest things. We uh, we made a decision again when we started the company not to do not to do production and rentals. It's just it's an aggressive market with with a you know there's definitely a lot of upsides to it, but the the amount of capital that you need to possess to do it correctly is incredible, and the risk associated in many ways is it's just it's uh there's a lot of risk and uh, a lot of capital involved and again we're debt free so we decided to not do that and it's actually for us it's a it's a great thing for us you know there's a lot of competition especially in Vegas in the rental and production market and it's just not not in my opinion what it used to be you know back in the day there was you know a dozen companies that did it really well and there wasn't a whole lot of bidding. So everybody, you know, got a, got a certain level for the rentals. They were able to pay it off in 10 or 15 rentals type thing. And obviously now there's a lot of rental companies. There's a lot of people that even own gear designers that own gear that'll rent it for free. If, if, you know, they get taken on as the designers. So it's, it's a, it's an aggressive market. So it's just not something we, we deal in, you know, yeah, and then I would imagine you guys are diversifying through uh, after inset after uh, box sales. You're also doing uh, online sales. You're uh, you're doing worldwide. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, we sell worldwide. Um, Definitely, again, box sales is our big thing, but uh, we do a lot of specifications. You know, obviously, there's two types of customers in our world. One calls, and they uh, know exactly what they want. They give us the list. Maybe they need a little direction. We work up a quote. That's it. And then there's the customer that calls that, say, has a brand new church or a remodeling a nightclub or whatever, and really have no idea what they want. Well, then we use our specification and design team to assist them, generate drawings, generate quotes, and, you know, on that end. So those, those are two type, types of clients we handle most are the, you know, standard box sales. And then of course the integration design calls, you know, that's our big thing. Definitely. uh, We got, we service everything we sell. We got a full service department. We're authorized service center for pretty much all, all the major lines in the industry. And um, you know, uh, we warranty everything we sell, service, everything we sell, all the lines. So, um, and that includes video, audio, lighting, special effects, you know, pretty much anything, curtains, motors, you know, uh, if, if it's in a production on a stage in a live event, we, we sell it, spec it, design it. How has the LED revolution affected you in that reg- in, in regards to servicing and warrantying? Uh, definitely it changed the game. You know, it changes, you know, a lot. It actually changed obviously in, in the service area as far as, you know, working on, 
fixtures with discharge lamps that are burning everything and blowing up glass and stuff like that to LED fixtures that can run for months or years without issues. So definitely changed the game, but there is, I mean, you know, in our business, there's just so much still, there's still a lot of discharge fixtures out there. And um, so it's still, you know, the service service is still, uh, you know, uh, fairly priority for us. I'd imagine your lamp sales are just slowly doing oh yeah 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 it's kind of like gel gel scrollers all of that as as it came out obviously yeah it all has you know i think back in the day i i I remember uh me and kelly you know when the leds first came out we were looking at our gel cabinets and we had you know six eight huge gel cabinets with every color from every manufacturer and you know back in the day it was needed you know everybody called all the time was ordering 100 sheets of gel here or there and um you know we the LED came out and we were like, whoa, this is, you know, this is going to change something. And, and within just a couple months, we're like, you know, we need to start thinking about getting rid of these gel cabinets and and not at least stocking everything. And uh, we finally found somebody and they, they bought all of our cabinets, all of our gel. And, you know, within six months, we were it, obviously the gel, gel sales just dropped tremendously. And, you know, it's, it's kind of ahead of the curve thing. You know how it is with our industry. You really got to, you have to be informed. You know, we are, we're in, uh, information hounds. We, you know, we're, we're dedicated and, and driven by this industry. We love everything about it. So, you know, knowledge is power, man. So just foreseeing things like that really can, can do a lot for your company. If you're, you know, forward thinking. Yeah. You always have to be one head one step ahead of the, of the, of the industry as well as any competitors that you're, Trying to go up against. Yeah, ideally. Yeah. <laughs> uh, moving to Vegas, was that part of looking ahead? You kind of saw that maybe Branson wasn't going to be the expansion that you required? Uh, yeah, basically, once we saw that area of the U.S., you know, that Midwest area really slowing down, you know, we basically we started with a, a weird project that we, uh, you know, back in the day, I think it was uh, Map or not MapQuest, uh, Google Maps was new where you could, you know, put these little pins on the map. And um, we basically mapped out every sale that we had done since we opened the company and put pins on the map for every single sale. And it showed us that we had tons of Midwest all the way to the East Coast, tons of sales. You know, the, the map was red with pins. And on the West Coast, we noticed it wasn't as, as you know, uh, there wasn't as much. So obviously we thought, okay, well, if we're going to expand, it looks like we need to be somewhere in the West. Uh, we obviously looked into places, you know, we researched, you know, ideas like LA and stuff like that. And uh, just over a lot of research, we decided that Vegas was going to be best. And, you know, we had known tons of people out here for years and years. Obviously everybody knows everybody in the business. And, um, you know, we called them up and, uh, you know, throughout the life cycle of our company to that point, we had called a lot of customers in Vegas and we're like, Hey, you know, why aren't you ordering from us? And they're like, well, we can't, you know, we're like, what? And, you know, there's certain gaming laws, things like that in place to where certain casinos, they got to spend a certain amount of money in the state, you know, stuff like that. And so, you know, we were like, well, if we opened a company out there, then would you? And, and, they said, yeah, absolutely. So we started, you know, again, kind of calling customers, getting an idea of, of that revenue and, and decided that this, this was definitely going to be best for us. And, um, you know, me and Kelly say it over and over. It was just the, definitely the best move we made. You know, we, we brought that, 
you know, that hometown, uh, you know, good old boy uh, mentality with us. That's, that's how our company was born. And, you know, we, one of our things is, you know, we used to be that, that lighting guy that just, you know, needed that roll of gaff tape. You know, we'd go in somewhere and either you get it or, or they would pretty much ignore you. And, you know, so we, we treat every client, whether they want to roll a gaff tape or a million dollar rig with the exact same care and the exact same processes. And, um, you know, bringing that mentality to Vegas, especially once the word got out, you know, it means a lot to a lot of people. It's just, it's hard on the, when, with the bigger companies, you know, they have, they have quotas, they have investors to report to. And, you know, me and Kelly can make a decision that at the drop of a hat that benefits our customers or our, our manufacturers or us, or, you know, we can, you know, we can roll with the flow of Vegas and, and the industry a lot quicker than most, you know, with, without all the red tape and stuff. Cool. I would imagine that's a huge benefit of being your own bank. You don't really have to check with anybody. If you have a good gut feeling that you want to jump on, you can do so without any uh, bureaucracy. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. We just, it's, it's the only way to go. If, if you, obviously, if you want to grow your company, if it, and it's our baby, obviously, you know, we want to grow it exactly the way we want and, and we're happy with it. Again, we're not, you know, we're not greedy. We're not trying to get rich on every sale. We're literally, we enjoy what we do and we want to keep doing it. It's nice not having a boss. So, you know, we're going to, we're going to, we're doing everything we can to make this work. (laughs) What do you think about the, the state of Vegas right now? I would imagine you could ride your bike right down the middle of the strip, even take a ski. Yeah, man. Yeah. It's, it's dead out there. It's, it's scary. There's some, there's some videos on YouTube. I think a few professional or, uh, you know, videographers, photographers have come in and taken some video and stuff and it's just, it's spooky, man. It looks like the apocalypse. (laughs) I never thought I would have seen it after living in Vegas for 20, 20 years. It's hard to even cross the street. Yeah, strip. no, I, I never thought we would see it. Never. But uh, yeah, it's the reality, man. But I, I do think, you know, again, our industry is really strong. And, and I do also believe we are taking the hardest hit. You know, I mean, uh, our industry was the, the switch was flipped. And really, you know, you know how it goes. First one out, last one in. I mean, I, I it'll obviously be, you know, large tours, large production, large gatherings, obviously, and be one of the last things that filter back in. So it's, it's a shame. It's scary, you know, but, uh, you know, I'm sure as with everybody, we're just trying to literally make the best of it, do what we can for everybody as we can. And and kind of really just, you know, it is roll with the flow and see, see where everything's going. But, um, yeah, as I said, I I think, uh, when it comes back, it'll be, it'll, it'll come back hard and, and, you know, everybody obviously will be, uh, a lot more knowledge and, and at least better off for, the future and anything, hopefully it, uh, I'm really know. interested to see how Vegas is going to treat the first few customers that come back. I mean, yeah. you know, when you have an empty casino, it's like, a they're going to get the opportunity to do a brand new grand opening. Oh yeah. And you know, Vegas, man, it'll be Vegas style. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. I, yeah. There'll be some uh, monster parties opening up uh, these venues and bars and nightclubs and you know, it'll, it'll be good. It'll be good. And, you know, it's just tough right now. And I think if everybody just sticks in and, and you know, everybody helps each other out uh, where they can, when they can, that, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, get, we'll all get through this. I imagine what it would be like to be a fly on the wall 
in the meetings where somebody, I would hope it would be a doctor or a, a scientist go into, let's say the, the board of directors at MGM resorts or something and say, look, so I need you guys to shut down everything. Um, and just see the looks on the face of the board going like, you mean everything? Yeah. 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 It would be really great if you could shut down everything. Yeah. Yeah. To, and by the way, till further notice, till further yeah. we, we don't really have a date. Uh, yeah. I, that's, I think it, that's tough. Gonna be like, well, we'll just close down every third slot machine. <laughs> right. And, and you're like, well, what if we just, you know, uh, we won't rent the rooms out back to back. We'll, we'll disinfect each room and whoever had the job to just say, no, I need you to close everything. Yeah. Yeah. That guy, you know, is super unpopular. <laughs> That's that would have been a tough, tough decision, but I mean, it's like, you know, I mean, me and Kelly talked about it. We were like, look, these, you, you don't tell these guys to shut down their casinos and, and, you know, say the, you know, like the NHL, the NBA, they just don't, they just don't shut stuff down. So, you know, these guys sat in a room and were presented with data that told them that they should shut this stuff down. And I mean, that's gotta be serious data because you would, oh, man. yeah, you would hear of these, these large corporations and sports teams and stuff like that coming out saying how it's, it's no big deal type thing, but they all did it. So that again, the data that drives decisions to shut down billion dollar revenue streams. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's legit. So what a powerful PowerPoint that must've been, or, uh, I mean, you, uh, you just do that with a flip chart. I mean, you need a PowerPoint yeah, or a video or something like, Hey, look, <laughs> Oh yeah. And you need about 10 people guys. People are dying. Telling the truth. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's insane. I never thought we'd see it, but, you know, okay, like, you, you can't be listening to certain politicians right now. You need to listen to me, and I need you to shut down everything. Yeah, so yep. That must have been quite a, a convincing uh, soapbox to be standing on. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, it. I. That's when me and Kelly realized, okay, this is this is absolutely legit long term. You know, was was when that happened because yeah companies like that don't make those decisions even remotely lightly <laughs> you know <laughs> it's actually the opposite you know they'll fight it till the end and and most immediately jumped on board so we were like okay okay they have data that's that's driving them to do this so we need to you know basically pretend we're them <laughs> you know start start expecting the same so we immediately you know started our you know checklist of what what needed to happen what we it kind of it kind of brings a tear to my eye thinking that that of course the the first question was well why why do we need to shut everything down and the the answer had to have been be, well, because people are dying and yeah if you shut down we can save so many lives yeah and yep, somebody it had to have been a bean counter and going like well it's going to cost us let's just throw out 10 billion dollars to save a hundred thousand lives. Right. Okay. We'll do it. We will, we'll take that hit for the good, for the greater good. 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I'm sure there was a bunch of lawyers in there too. <laughs> yeah. Smacking them with the liability, <laughs> you know, possibilities. So unfortunately, <laughs> I'm just being real, man. Yeah. That's, that <laughs> but, was very real. That was, that was very honest. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I did, yeah, <laughs> is what it is, but yeah, I mean, I, I, again, they all did it. So, you know, it's, it's yeah. definitely beyond just even liability and money. It's, it's, it's serious business and and luckily they're all taking it serious and hopefully it, you know, kind of leads everything back a little quicker than where it might've been if everybody just, you know, blew it off even longer. Yeah. So I wonder uh, if they even went into the books far enough to think, well, if we let go all of our employees, it's going to cost us this much to hire our entire company back and we're going to need people to retrain Oh yeah. The train. Yeah. All that's going to be a nightmare. Yeah. Because yeah, you know, a lot of these people, unfortunately they're, I mean, they're, they either already have new jobs or looking for new jobs. They ain't never coming back because they got laid off, whatever it is. You know, the, I assume the turnover rate, even in our industry as a whole is going to be huge. You know, I'm sure there's people who, you know, it, it's a shame if, if you're a freelance, you know, designer and, um, you know, or work for one of these companies that literally just laid pretty much everybody off immediately. Um, it's, it'd be tough to just run right back to that, like no big problem when it, when it starts back up. So, you know, unfortunately I think we'll see a big turnover, but you know, I'm, I'm again, I, I'm, we're, we always hope for the best, you know, me and Kelly always look at the best and stuff and it's just, uh, you know, it's kind of the way you have to, because <laughs> I mean, you know how it is. Just uh, there's a lot of bad shit that can happen in life, and and it is what it is. You literally have to, you know, make the best of it, ride it out, help who you can, and and everybody will get through it. Yeah, I would imagine all of your employees will be uh, unwaveringly loyal after this. They're mm-hmm. saying, "Well, no, Kelly and Mike stood by us, so it's our duty to stand by them." I, I would imagine yeah. there will be yeah. there will be future lean times, and they'll be. No, we need to, yeah, to do well, what's right. Hope, hope there's no lean times, but, <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean, and, and to be totally honest, they were all extremely loyal prior, which is exactly why we're, we're, you know, paying everybody throughout. We, you know, we, the crew we hired are special, you know, the, our company is special and, you know, we really do believe that. And to uh, let everybody go or even, you know, furlough them for a while and then try to get them back and tell them everything's okay. And, and for us, it's just not an option. And all again, only because we are in the position that we are able to do it. You know, there's plenty of companies that aren't in the position and it is what it is, but we are. And again, to not treat them with, you know, we don't want, uh, even as an owner, I mean, we don't want them going home worrying. That'd be the worst thing in the world for them. You know, and we've always been like that, but especially now for, the first day this became an issue, we sat them all down and, and literally for hours talked to them about how this was all going to be okay for them and their families and anything they needed. And for that exact reason, we didn't want one second of this to affect them as far as emotionally. Because it's already, I mean, uh, you know, this whole thing is crazy, man. Just trying to get a roll of toilet paper is, is pretty nuts right now. So <laughs> having to deal with, you don't know if you're going to get the money for that. And, you know, that type of thing where just, we don't believe in it. And like I said before, we're nothing really has changed here at blue planet as far as 
what we're doing and the amount of people we need to do it and where we're going. Yes, the business itself has slowed down, but you know, we are making use of everybody and everybody's doing their part. And kind of the point was that they were loyal before and uh, which is exactly why we would always do this. I mean, we, again, our, our employees are special. They are uh, one of a kind and, and we treat them like that to, you know, hopefully let them know that uh, they'll, they'll always be protected here and they'll, you know, hopefully everybody just keeps making more and more money. And I would imagine Heather is just sitting at her computer, just typing away, trying to figure out what she can do to prove that you guys made a good decision for her. She Oh, she knows. She knows. Look, she is a superstar, man. She's a superstar. And that's how everybody in this company is. You know, you, if anybody calls here, a client calls here, there's not one person in this company that, that can't directly talk to you about production, lighting, special effects. They, we've been in it. We've all been in the trenches. We've all toured. We've all, I mean, literally people that answer the phones know everything about lighting. And she is one of those people as well. And as far as customer service, I mean, she's known for it. That's what we're known for is immediate answers, immediate quotes, immediate, you know, problem fixing. We know what we're talking about. We don't have to go up the chain four or five people to try to get somebody to see if we can get a little bit extra discount. It, it's all laid out. It's quick. It's, you know, and, and she fits perfectly and she knows it. She knows it. <laughs> she, she, uh, yeah, she came right on board immediately. You know, our, our system is perfectly designed for her and for speed and and customer service and and she's already fitting in like a glove and and we knew it we knew she would cool uh, if somebody who's listening wants to find you out where can i send them to uh you can visit our website which is www.blueplanetlighting.com and uh that really will link on to pretty much anything um uh, you can also send a general email to info at blueplanetlighting.com and that's monitored, you know, immediately. And, uh, you know, if you've got any issues, questions, um, you know, stuff like that. We're also, um, we're still in the middle of, you know, we're doing an industry supported initiative that we started back when this, this first happened that, um, you know, basically anybody that's out of work, um, you know, in the production industry, um, they can uh, give us a call and basically we can set them up as a 1099 employee. And, you know, there is still, it sounds weird, but there is still business out there. There's still parts of the U S that are open. There's um, uh, construction work going on and it'll only start picking back up. So we're basically offering anybody that, that needs to at least do make some kind of money. They can from home, um, you know, start contacting everybody they know, buddies, local, you know, bars, restaurants, see, you know, even if it's through email, LinkedIn, you know, they don't have to be open. It can all be done digitally and uh, start start trying to sell. And basically what we're doing is giving pretty much the entire profit commission to them. And then we're also putting a little aside that goes to behind the scenes, you know, to help help others. Um, so we've already had like, I don't know, what is it about, uh, looks like over 200 responses already, um, on it. So, you know, it's a good thing if people know, you know, know people that they know they can at least get, get something rolling. Like I said, we've pretty much, uh, offered them the entire profit on the sales to at least, uh, you know, help them. And it might be something that works out something they, they might like in the future full time, you know, to be able to, you know, a little safer to be able to you know, do sales and remote if it fits toward people that are tired of the road, that type of thing, you know, just uh, at least an opportunity. 
That is an amazing offer. That is what a great idea. Yeah, man. Yeah, no. Uh, like I said, we we've been there. We've been that lighting guy that that you know loses his upcoming gig or somebody else gets it. Obviously, not in this capacity. So, yeah, I mean, definitely, uh, you know, hey, man, we've all we've all been that <laughs> that guy in the tour bus, with not enough money for some food, and then you know, it is what it is. It's a it's a an amazing industry, and and the people in it are amazing. And our like I said, our sole uh, goal is to. Uh, you know, through this to help anybody we can as, as much as we can, you know. Wow. Thank you so much for taking the time. I will definitely be letting people know about what you guys are up to and uh, how you're staying afloat and you're uh, you're a beacon on the Hill for sure. I really, Oh man. I, yeah. I appreciate that, bro. I really do. Um, you know, we're definitely uh, doing our best and uh, you know, I, I definitely appreciate uh, you taking the time. Thanks Mike. Yeah, bro.